Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to the Gallant Few Rangers podcast. My name's Colin McDuff and I'm delighted to be your host tonight as we run through a busy week at Rangers culminating in the signing of Abdallah Sima. Here to join me tonight to talk through Rangers Dane Hines in the transfer market once more, making a return to the show. Shona, how are you? I'm very well, Colin. Yourself? Glad to be here. Um, talk about Rangers and our new signing. Very exciting. Aye, no, I'm glad to have you back on. I'm so pleased um, after your solid debut that the the listeners didn't share you away too much, and you're happy to come back on and chat to us. Nervous laugh now. Cheers for now. Aye, and making a, a return after a good few weeks off, having your summer holidays. It's a bold curry. How are you, my man? <laughs> I've been better, mate. I wish it was my summer holidays. The weather's been absolutely rough, and that's been, that just been absolutely killing me. But uh, I needed some time off with a few things to get done in real life, sort of a thing that had to be done. And uh, the dog's not been that great either. So my time's been took up, and I've not seen that much of the sun. As you can tell, I'm not that that brown. You can tell I've not got that like the what's that? The, Type of tan you get, it's like the, when you're in the dole, you, you see all these guys going about and they've got tan. Like, How if you got a tan like that? You can't afford the holiday somewhere. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> nah, it's good. Uh, I've missed it. I've missed talking about Rangers. I've been missing the football. Uh, I, I get banned off of Twitter, then I've, I've hardly been back on it again. Can't be bothered. I know there's a surprise me getting banned off of Twitter. I wonder why. <laughs> But it's good, good to be back, and it's good to see all the regulars that normally always come in. Uh, it, I'm just I'm, I'm excited about the night, and especially, um, as you know, I'm just here to talk about Rangers and be thick as Doug's 
you know what? And we've got the brains on the night with Shona. So we've got the brains and beauty, the beast and the total shite guy. So it's gotta be a good it's gotta be a good pod. Aye, I know. If, if that intro's anything to go by, we're in for a good night. Um, <laughs> just before we do kick off in the in the subject, uh, talking a wee bit of nonsense, um, probably just want to clarify something that we put out on Sunday when we, on the podcast, we spoke about the fans CEO Q&A, um, the fans forum, sorry, where um, we, you know, we gave Rangers a wee bit of criticism for for um, pre-selecting the questions and, you know, having their answers ready. Just to clarify, the boys have got the wrong end of the stick and Rangers actually did put out a, a few pre-selected questions that were submitted by people who couldn't make it, maybe four or five, but the vast majority of the night was taken up from questions um, from attendees from the floor and there was even the chance to you know, once you've asked a question, hear the response to go back with it as well. So, you know, when we get it wrong, we will hold our hands up, um, just as we expect everybody to do. Good old amateur podcast, and we kind of get it all right. But just for we've called that one wrong, so fair enough to call it out. Um, but Shona, let's get into the immediate news then. So, Abdallah Sima finally after um. After a long week of speculation and rumours, he finally signs on loan from Brighton. Um, what's your thoughts on this signing? Well, I'm quite excited about this signing. I think it's only a loan though, isn't it? It's not a loan to buy. So that's my only concern really about the kind of loan system. Uh, why why are we only buy taking these players on loan? Is it just to develop them and then send them back to the club? Uh, increase our transfer value. So that's the only downside from him. But he is a right winger. He's young. Um, he obviously got man of the match against us, didn't he? When he played for was it Slavia Prague. So Aye. he's obviously got ability ability there. I was obviously listening to a journalist about him. He obviously says that he is good in a possession based team. I think that's where he's kind of lost his way when he was at was it Ongers? And obviously Stoke. So, look, um, if we look at his stats, um, they're not too bad. Uh, obviously, with Stoke and Onger, weren't, weren't as good. Um, I believe these, um, when he played for Onger, he scored against Monaco and PSG. So there was obviously a bit of ability and talent there. I think what he obviously needs to do is, like what a lot of these other players that are coming in from Beale, kind of to revive their career. So as far as we are, he's, like, he's very good on the wing. He's very fast. He's very good on the ball. He seems quite lanky. He's obviously quite tall, which might be quite good for set pieces uh, going forward. It seems to be a very, very... I don't know about you, what you think. All the transfers for me seem to be very, very tall. Uh, as if Bill is going to go with like all these kind of strong, tall players that maybe he's going to be looking at set pieces defensively and attacking. So, no, I'm really excited about this one. Uh, I hope, hope, to, hope we've got something in there that we can maybe buy him in the future. But, yeah, I'm excited to just as long as he starts scoring goals. I think that's a good point, Shona, on the physicality of the players. And obviously when we, we kind of keep on harping on about 55, it's great, it's been and gone. But if you look at the similarities that Bill's trying to build, I think we can see the similar playing style. And the the t- team that won the league under Stephen Gerrard were very physical. Um, they, were, they were strong, they were athletic. It does seem to be like he's trying to build that again. 
Yeah, well, I think um, what, what, what that's what Bill's going for. It's all these different physicality players, strong on the ball as well, obviously can play maybe good in the air as well. That's what I'm hearing from this uh, this team. I think he's very good in the air. He's scored quite a few goals from headers. So it's obviously something that Bill's obviously looking to do um, obviously this summer. I think what's, what's happened with this SEMA guy, he's been up against the likes of Welbeck, Matoma, Evan Ferguson at Brighton. So it's very difficult to get into that team, isn't it? If you think about how well Brighton have been doing in the Premier League. So I'm excited that he's with us um, as long as he starts scoring goals. But I think it's exactly what we've been needing is somebody that can play from the right wing. Um, as I know, he can play centre forward and left wing, but we really need a right winger. We've not really had that since Candias. Totally agree, and, and Charlie, just to get your thoughts on it as well, I think last year we we struggled in a variety of areas, um, obviously the, the strikers not doing their, their job, um, whether that be through injury, lack of form, or just lack of desire to be here, um, take your pick, but we didn't get enough goals, but as well as that, we didn't have enough goals being provided, produced for elsewhere in the park as well, other than the right back, and for me, what any goals we get for a right back should be a bonus. We 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 should be looking for more goals for midfield, for the wings, for the striker. So I'm really looking forward to, regardless if he's playing centre forward or right wing. Sema does have a, a, a track record of strong goals, and I think getting goals for out wide. And if we bring in another striker, that's going to be a a really good option to have. And I like players who have a bit of versatility. Would you would you think? Well, I had a wee quick look. at some of his stats and that he's only started fifty. He only started fifty percent of his games at Brighton. So it was, I think it was fifteen or sixteen games that he played in, and he was a sub for the majority of the season. Uh, his minutes, I think his, his total minutes average was something like thirty-five minutes average over the course of the season, and he, had, but I think it was. I'm trying to remember. I think it was nine goal contributions. That was two assists and five goals. So he certainly can do it. The league he's in, how how good is that league he's in? And he's coming to Scotland, and it doesn't matter what we say. It's nowhere near good as it is down there. I mean, see, we've got four games a season. That that's it. Uh, all the rest are like should be gimmies. Uh, with the, the squad that we had last year, we were like five man, men down in the park every single game because there was a couple of players that weren't trying and there was players that were just, just no good enough to be here. Uh, which when I said about being loan, I was one of the ones that I've been barking on for the last couple of seasons saying we should be bringing players in, we should stop, need to stop loans. But this title is that important that I don't care how we do it. We can get in 20 loans. See, as long as they improve our side, I don't care, because I want 56 this season, and I want a cup this season. I'm not interested in the Champions League. If we get the Champions League, fair enough, we'll get some money. But I'm not really bothered, because after last last Champions League, that really scunnered me. Uh, but it's obviously a chain side. Hopefully it's a, another hungry guy. You said he's Big in stature. I don't think he's bulky though. He's no. He's not that type of player. He's no. Uh, I'm trying to think. He's no. He's, he's not a Calvin Bassey. Bassey. He's not a no. Bassey. Aye. He's not a, no a Calvin Bassey. But the thing is, 
we've no had a right winger. We've been screaming out for a right winger for the last five, six years to come in. Because we've no had that anymore. Uh, this guy sounds as though we could do it. If we get him for a for a year, I don't care. See if he gets us a, he helps us get us a title. I don't care. I'd love I'd love to be a, a, an option to buy. I've always said that I've always wanted it to I mean, our players to be full time. By the way, Cami, thank you so much, mate. Gifting out ten. That is absolutely superb, mate. Jesus Cami, I've you do it all that. the time. Thank you so much, mate. What a hero. Uh I'm not going to say hero, I've met him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, mate. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> You're a good guy, mate. You're an absolute legend, mate. Uh, yeah, you just me off what I was bloody talking nonsense about. It's just uh, all I want is to, to get the title in the Cups this season. And I don't care what we but build this to do it. The funny thing is, we'll need to bring BB into this because it's all tall player, all six foot, maybe two plus players we brought in. Ideal for the way that. Borna Barisic swings that ball in. But the thing is, that's all Borna Bar- Barisic has got. But if he, he's got four or five big players in there that can eat a ball, he's gonna be uh, he's gonna be ideal this season coming. So it might be a good chance for him he's actually gonna be staying for a season and maybe get a year extension. I don't know. What do you think? So I think it's a very it's a very topical point with the Rangers fans now as well and I don't know. I, I can see. I can see the merits in both sides of the argument, but sure, I'll probably bring you back in there. I think realistically, where Rangers are in world football, I think we are going to have to. We are going to have to use the loan market. Where we struggled in the past is we've relied on the loan market, which is different. But I think we we are going to see one maximum two every year. Ideally, these are going to work really Malik Tillman, where there's an option to buy. If it doesn't go through, we end up making money off the back of it. And in the meantime, the player contributes because Malik Tillman did contribute last year. Were they done enough or not? It's a different question, but he contributed more than others. Um, so I'm I'm comfortable with Seema coming in as a loan. What I wouldn't be comfortable with is if um, five out of six signings um, that we have in the summer were loans. Um, is this maybe the fans... Rangers struggling to maybe accept where we are um, using the loan market because, well, in terms of stature versus Brighton, we're 10 times the club at least, uh, but we are just crippled with the league that we play in. Yeah, well, I suppose a lot of these players that we're obviously looking at, maybe on loan, they may be able to afford their wages at the moment as well if we're looking at some of these players. But I'm looking at it and thinking, well, maybe the one or two loans is a, is a good thing because at the end of the day, you can spend your money on the other transfers. So you know, obviously maybe that money that was maybe used for like the likes of Morgan Whitaker that was going to be around two million pounds, that can now be put aside now that we've got Seema in and now we can use that money now to reinvest and maybe get another striker or another player. And maybe that's why we've gone down the loan route. Um but look here, I I think as I said, I think it is it is decent. I just don't want to be a club where you bring in these players to do well for Rangers and then there's no option to buy them and then we're just developing, keep developing. But I understand that Obviously, we're in a position where one or two loans, is, there's no harm in it. And as you say, if they hit the ground running and get the same numbers as Tillman last year, we won't be complaining. As long as we end up winning this league, we will not, not be complaining. So, look, I think the loan thing is a good thing. But as you say, you don't want to bring in too many um, and then they end up dominating the team and the other players don't get their opportunities. So, uh, the loan market is good. But as I say, I don't want to be developing other players and then 
we can't buy them because their transfer fees now up at ten million pounds, like the likes of Tillman. Because uh, I think it's always going to be one of these ones where maybe halfway through a season that the talk's going to start turning, where people are going to be asking the questions: Are we going to be signing them permanently if he's doing well? Obviously, if he doesn't do well, that's a good thing he can go back to his club. But then these questions are always going to come round. Most press press conferences on the January transfer window: Are we going to have the option to buy him? So look, I think we can just wait and see how he gets on. Um, and see from there. But I do think um, the loan system is a good idea if we're reinvesting that money into other strikers, especially because that's the topic where I feel as if that's the kind of position I thought from the very start of this transfer window, that's what we'd be going for. And unfortunately, we don't seem to have a striker in yet. So um, I'm sure we'll talk about that uh, coming up. But uh, obviously been linked with quite a few good ones. So, but no, I'm excited to see what we can do with the uh, SEMA and um, if he does well, as you said, we won't be complaining this time next year. Absolutely, it's every everything we do in this window. It sounds exciting and now, but not, none of it really matters until we get get the ball rolling. We can only really speculate. He will be judged by the amount of shiny silver things he's waving at his um, uh, eyebrows by the end of the season. Uh, but you make a good point there, Sean. And Curly, I'll, I'll bring you into this. Um, the big transfer. Um, Big transfer talking points. Um, we've been discussing in the Daily News show for um, MD that's not subscribed. Pound a month, Daily News every day this week. Um, it's been serial deserts. It's taken me about four days to get his name pronounced right in the news show. Um, I did change it up every day that I, um, that I said it. But serial deserts and Danilo from Fienard, they have been the two the two main rumours we're hearing. Um, as far as I know, uh a bid was made by Rangers, uh, didn't they meet Feyenoord's evaluation? Dessers, I think it's probably the same. I don't know if an official bid was made, but I don't think there's quite an agreement on where where the two clubs value these players. What's your thoughts on Rangers doing the business with the, these two strikers, potentially? No, Fientes, if you want to say it properly, is... Excite it! It is really, really exciting me. Uh, yeah, my, I've already changed my my YouTube banner or my my profile picture to him. He he. If, you if, fall in love quicker than a sixteen-year-old in Twitter. So uh, Tinder, sorry, do man. Um, and I'm all for what it. You try, I'm whoa, all whoa, for whoa, it. whoa! What, 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 what are you accusing me of? <laughs> I wouldn't even know how to use Tinder. Christ Almighty! Oh, I can imagine being Tinder, eh? <laughs> oh God! I'd be arrested within a fucking month. Moving <laughs> oh, off to that, but right. You know. uh, really, really, uh, I'd heard them before and I'd watched them before, and he's the type of player that's always he's like a a classy Morelos. That's how I would put him. Uh, he, he, he works up front. He's a he's a poacher and a striker. He's a I don't want to say he's Ali McCoyst esque type of player, but that's what he that's what he brings to a team. He he, he does a lot of movement. Uh, the the one the last game I watched the man, he hardly did a thing. But the one thing he did when he when he's when he's right in there, I think he, he already knows that he's leaving. So I was certainly excited about that. Uh, who was the other player you saw, said, sorry? So were you talking about Kifwetness, the boy playing in um, LA? Uh-huh. 
Aye. Um, so, what I gather with that, um, I think that's pretty far down the line. And I know, like, second of July, mate. Second of July. We are knowing the no folks. We're kind of just mm. looking for the most. I don't know the most convincing members and go with it, but um, the other two boys I've talked about was Danilo the psycho for fine art and Dessers the boy playing in Italy. Then, oh, Dessers, uh, all right. It's it's uh, if we try to get him alone, I mean, no, so because the, the reports are varying 12 million waiting for 12 million for him. We'll no pay that, we can't get that. And that, that I think the rumor was that we're going to be doing a, a loan to buy with him, though. Uh, but I, I don't know how we're going to manage that. He's I heard a lot of him. He sounds promising as well. Another another really good rated player. It all depends if it's into the, the squad that Bill wants. That's all we can do. It's a lot of players that are coming in now. The majority, including myself and probably a lot of people out there that are listening, they don't know a hell of a lot about them. So it's blind faith that we need to go with them now. Until they put that jersey on and they go out and that pitch and they start performing that's when we can start to judge if they are good enough because there have been players that have came here We had one, one of the most expensive players ever to play at Rangers was an absolute dud and that was Aaron Ramsey that guy was worth multi-millions he came to Rangers and it might have been the end of his career but he should, he should have still been able to tell me kick it up especially if they Scottish they Premier to championship level, Premiership level at least. He came in and he was absolutely ranked rotten. So it just proves that no everybody that's got that back and behind them can put that jersey on because it is a heavy jersey to wear, especially when you're on that pitch and you've got 56,000 screaming at you. And if you do something wrong, they won't be long in telling you. But if you do something good, they'll know. They'll know be yet again, they'll be long in letting you know that you, you're one of us. That's all we ever want for Rangers players. We want you to be one of us. It's like Todd Cantwell. When we say, Did you see his tweet to <laughs> Chris Mutton? Absolutely brilliant. Not only on the pitch that guy's doing it, he's doing it off the pitch. He gets it at Rangers. We said that way back when he first started. Uh, there's something about him that he gets it at Rangers, and that's what every player needs to get. And if I was Bill. The first thing I would be doing is getting Todd Cadwell to speak to every new lad that comes in and let them know how he's he's doing it. And they need to do the exact same as him. Tear it, tear it up on the park and see after the park, give zero monkeys about anything other than Rangers and make sure that the fans love you the way you play and what you do after the pitch because that's all we ever want. We want 100% fair, fair players. Look at Morelos. He was he he was one of your best players ever, and he's, he left Rangers. And there's hardly a person that probably in this chat annoy us if I say, "Thank God he's away," because the way that he treated the the fans the the last six months of his contract was absolutely abysmal. Kent, there's another one. He should have been getting plaudits uh, leaving Rangers, but he never because he, he couldn't be asked. Hold one, you try to cover my face up, you ass. Yeah, can you see me? Huh? See what he's doing? Hey, you see that? Uh, yeah. So for for the listeners on Spotify, <laughs> I'm I'm sharing the comments um, on YouTube and I uh, can't can multitask in one time. But that was a good comment for Jamie Lawson, um, old, old friend of the podder here. Um, just agreeing with you, Curry. But you you do make good points and Sean, I'll I'll come back to you. I think we 
the, the point that Jamie was making back in Curry up there was Beal is very much one for looking these players in the eye and trying to judge our character as well as their ability. You've mentioned the strikers there. That is my big worry. No my worry. It's too early to be worried, but that is a missing link for me. We've sold enough backline. We've added added a bit of dynamism in the midfield. We do need a goal scorer um, and a powerhouse up front. Do Danilo and or Dessers do it for you? Well, as a as long as they start scoring goals, I think that's 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 the thing. But I think what the the thing is, I feel, feel as if this transfer window, it's been really really exciting. I think the players that we've been linked with, even the strikers, are very exciting strikers. I was obviously listening to a guy talk about that Benny Triori as well. So it looks like mm-hmm. obviously Rangers have definitely definitely scouted him. But I think they're talking about a range of over five million pounds for him. So that'd be like the top scale of obviously what we're probably wanting to pay. Uh, as far as I'm aware, I think the Desert's loan thing, that's just nonsense. Uh, loan to buy. I've heard that's absolute nonsense. Uh, and Danilo really really like this boy, obviously Brazilian as well. So I imagine he can add a wee bit of a wee bit of flair uh, to obviously the football pitch. But I think all three of them, to be honest with you, I'm actually looking forward to it. I I fancy Triori and I would love to have Danilo too. So I don't know what the guys who are watching, who they would like to see in and why. Uh, obviously, I've been a massive admirer of Josh Madger for quite some time now. So, there was kind of links. There's not many transfer rumours going about with that. I don't know if it's something to do with the fact that, obviously, the things that are going on with Bordeaux. Um, I don't know that they're trying to take a, to a court of appeal. don't think that'll ever happen, to be honest. Uh, and I think there's a few other clubs that might be interested as well in him. But, uh, no, I quite like the look of Dessers, Danilo and Chiori. So, any three of them, I'm, I'm actually looking really, really forward to. Uh, to be honest, it's the most exciting I've been about for strikers for a long time. But I suppose, though, if we are going to be spending big money on these strikers, what does that mean for Cholak and what does that mean for Roof? Because for me, Roof is, if we can have him fit, if Dr Waller can get him fit and uh, keep him there, then then obviously for me, it would be rough to be starting. But look, I think we've just got to trust in Beal and see what his new system is going to look like. Because for me, I've got no idea what uh, Beal's got planned with all these tall, uh, obviously, players that we're looking at. Tall in midfield, tall in the defence, tall up front, tall in the wing. Uh, So there's obviously something he's got up his sleeve, whether it's to do with the fact of the amount of crosses that we tend to put in in every game and we want people to be on the end of them. Or obviously defensively as well. So uh, for me, all three strikers look very, very exciting. Uh, all different types of strikers as well. One is kind of pacey, other one's more kind of holding up the ball, another one's a bit more physical. So it is, it's three different types, but I definitely think that Beal needs to still bring in two strikers for me. I don't think Cholak has got a future at Rangers, unfortunately. So I can see him going out the door if we can get decent money for him. So I would expect us to spend at least three or four million pounds on pair striker this summer. Uh, and maybe that's why, obviously, when I mentioned about SEMA, maybe we're keeping the money for that. Because it looks like a lot of these deals are not going so far to plan. Um, it looks like a couple of bids have been knocked back as well. So I think Rangers are going to have to pull out the stops to try and get these guys over the line over the next couple of weeks because we definitely need them in. Pre-season starts tomorrow. So, well... The guys are back in training tomorrow, so 
pre-season and the next friendly, uh, our first friendly is not that long away, so we really need them in. And then we've got the Champions League qualifiers just like that. So for me, we need them in pretty soon. I'm surprised there hasn't been one in yet, but my fingers are hoping, fingers are crossed that I think we'll be one in by hopefully the weekend, if not next week. My money's on next week. Um, Curry, uh, beep, bop, boop. I really like his um, uh, Twitter um, name, actually, no, his YouTube name. That's quite fun to say, beep, bop, boop. He asked a question as of right now, who's our number one striker? And I think that's a, a good good point to raise. Shona was right there. I think we all have um, we'll all have an element of doubt over Cholak because... He's a very one-trick pony, if you like, and I don't want to be disrespectful uh, to him, but he, he's really what he does. He's a penalty box striker, but we probably need a bit more of a rounded striker for the most part of the season. Came out of his body, can he hold up? Um, I think, well, personally, with Ruth's wages, we won't get short of him. Um, nobody else will take him, so we need to account for him. I do actually think Jolak will hang about because he's probably a 15-20 to goal a season striker in the in the league. Um, I don't see him playing away uh, to Parkhead. I don't see him leading the line. I don't see him being a main striker. But I think we have lacked options up front, and I think he might be there. What's your thoughts? Um, do you see either of those two getting about for next season? Roof, no chance. Uh, amazing striker. The he scored the best ever goal that I've ever seen. In my life, uh, in Europe, was the guy has is something special, but his body is just made of sugar glass. You can't have a player that's going to come in and as I as I just as I carry on and joke about, he gets a grass stain in his, his jersey, and he, he's off he's off for four weeks. You can't have players like that. Uh, as good as he is, uh, we would have he would have never came to Rangers if he wasn't as injury prone as he, he has been. That's the only reason he's at Rangers. Uh, he supposedly that's him top fitness now. Everything that's been going on has been fixed. So I don't know whether I I think he's in his way out. Uh, as for, for Tony, I think I would keep Tony. I, I I think he's a great player. He, he brings a, he's a natural striker, and that's the thing that we've not had for a long, long time. Uh, for all the time that he had off, he was another. Injured. There's no player that we, that last season made the business injured, but he spent a lot of the time off injured, and he ended up our, our top goal scorer. So it just shows you he knows the way the back of the net, and that's all. That's what we need. Somebody who knows the bite at the back of the net will he be, as you said, he would maybe be played for uh, the lesser teams in that, uh, or used on the bench. But I think he, he'll stay. Uh, but as for Ruth, nah, mate, I just I, I, I wish he would get back to his best, but I just don't trust him. I, I, I can see him if it gets if he's still here next season, I can see him coming out. And after about six games, he'll be out for another six months, guaranteed. Never know, maybe, Doctor. Oh, you go, Sorry. No, the reason why I don't think Bill likes Cholak is because I think Bill wants his front feet to be pressing at the ball all all game, and I just don't think that's in Cholak. Cholak will not be pressing the ball. I think he wants high tempo, high energy, right up that pitch. You can see that with some of the guys that were that Sima as well. He's very much a hard worker, pressing the ball, physical on the ball. 
this is what he wants. He wants these players playing high up the pitch and he also wants them pressing the ball. And I just don't think Cholak's got that. I'm going to contradict myself here because I think it is a good point. He's not a Beal type of player, but if I think back to where we went wrong, and I'm probably I'm probably scared with the you know the Morelos saga, and not just the last six months, but the last five years where we've had the highest of highs with Alfredo Morelos, but we've not had a different option without him. We've had to build a full team around playing with Alfredo Morelos. So, well, he's no a he's no a Michael Beal type. Player, I do understand that. I hope that I hope that every striker we bring in can add something a wee bit different. And I think Cholak is somebody. It sounds silly. Is somebody that Bill wouldn't go out and sign. So I'm hoping that's how he ends up keeping them. But I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if he does go. But I do see the merit in having them. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I've probably made um, it in the sense, No, I think, obviously, I don't think he'd be suited for European games. Obviously, he'd be suited for our league, like you said, like a poacher when we're going to have a lot of possession, a lot of chances in the box. That's the kind of type of player I can see Cholak fitting into that kind of style. Type of style, but I think in European football or even against like Celtic, I just can't see him holding the ball up enough or scoring enough under Bill's system. But look, we all don't really know what Bill's system is going to be like because we don't really know what, where all these players are going to fit into. So it'll be interesting to see um, come the preseason friendlies, kind of get an idea as to how Bill's going to play. Absolutely, and I think what you mentioned there, Shona. Um... This has been probably the most exciting, exciting uh, summer window in a, a good four or five years, and it's all coming in early. Tuesday, I'm not in the know, folks, but I can guarantee you it won't be like this right up until the end of August. Um, we're getting all our business done early, and ultimately, we're a team like a club at Rangers with limited finances. We can't keep up this five <laughs> signings every six weeks for the full summer window, so that does mean that it will slow down. But I, I think that's Definitely what what Shona said earlier about getting the team in early, getting that early preseason, and getting ready for the qualifiers. I'd rather that than having four deadline day windows. However, it does mean that we are probably going to prioritise the incomings first and foremost before the outgoings. And we've seen the um, we've seen the the start of the, the outgoings. I feel like although it's bit of a technicality because Matthias Zerkowski was already out on loan, but Curry, he's moved off permanently. So the question I want to both yourself and Shona on is who's the priority to move on first? Obviously, 
when I say this question, I don't think um, I want for a realistic view because it's not quite football manager and we can't just say, I don't like these 12 players, off they go. Who would you think realistically are the two or three players we're going to move away first? Who do you want first, Sean or me? You go first. Right, okay. Uh, right, needs to go. He's just, the guy really tries his hardest, but his hardest is no good enough. Uh, the, as a, a technical footballer, he's brilliant, he's fast, he can run with a ball, he can take by players, but as soon as he gets that final ball, the, the boy just has a brain fart. It's just, it just, it hasn't got a clue in the final decisions. Uh, so he needs to go. Uh, we could get a, a few ball for him, but we won't get brilliant money. But we'll get some. Glenn Kamara needs to go. He's just, he's just. There's no point in him being at Ibrox anymore. Uh, I think he, he's proved that over the course of the year uh, that he's lacking effort. He, he had about two or three games, I think, that he played absolutely brilliant. And the rest, he just he's basically basically been a passenger for all like, last season. He's one of the ones that I said, as I said earlier, about the time of players that we were playing with six or six players that weren't even wanting to be at Rangers. So he's another one. They're the main two. I would have said BB, Boren Bonner Barisic. I would say him, but because of the players that we're bringing in, I'm starting to have second thoughts in him because, as we said. He's got one thing in his locker and he knows how to swing a ball in, an accurate ball in. Now, if he can do that, do you think we four or five there guys that can run into that box, six foot plus guys, physical guys, there's a good chance we maybe get a few goals for there. Because if he's swinging it into guys that were five foot ten <laughs> against defenders or six foot four, six foot five. So it was there was no point. So maybe BB's got a wee stay of execution, maybe. Um John McLaughlin as well. I don't know what's happening with him. Uh, no doubt he'll he'll need to get moved on as well. Uh, I'm trying to think. There, there is a, a couple other ones. I just can't think of anything else. Fashion, I, I, fashion staying. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> for for me personally, I get rid of Tav because I, I Tav's Tav's had his chance. Captain, and also I know how much it'll piss you off. So I, I'd be moving Tav on as well because you and I talking about what happens with James Tavernier is a full hour long podcast in itself, my man. They bother my man. <laughs> bring it on, bring it on. But I'll be I... able to come up with more bad things about Tavernier than you can come up with good. I can assure you. No, uh, seriously, uh, because it's quite funny because there's not been a lot to say about Sterling. And that's quite weird, that. And I think that Sterling's going to be the guy that's going to take his position. Take Tav's position, anyway. I think that's what's going to end up happening. But just on that, my, my issue with James Tavenier is there's never been a good enough player to to push him since Nathan Patterson. And if, you know, Sterling... Fair comment, if, mate. Fair comment. If Sterling, if he comes in and replaces Tav, brilliant. Uh, because it means he's better than Tav. If he does, if he comes in and plays well and Take staff to a higher level, brilliant. Like it's one win, but on the on the outgrown uh, players there, Sean, I probably agree with definitely the the um the first two main ones, Scott Wright and Glenn Kamara. Um, I think in terms of what we're doing with the squad, we've added some midfielders, we've added them um, a winger and Sima. Um, and Scott Wright and Glenn Kamara will have resale value. I do see them being ones that move on early. Is anybody else you think that will? Try and look to move on as a priority. 
I think we've lost our Shona. So, um, uh, she's obviously listening to your pish, mate. She's like, nah, I'm not having any of this. <laughs> she's like, yeah. nah, I'm out of here. She's, it's not even you. It's probably my pish. She's like, but what's he talking about? <laughs> she's heard me and you arguing about James Tavernier. And she's really I've, I've had enough. This. This. But the, the point stands. So I, I do I do agree with you there about the players you've made, uh, said there and the big ones. Uh, John McLaughlin, Glenn Kamara, Shorty. I think they will move on, and this is this is why I wanted to open up the conversation. Like, who do we move on first? Because it is unrealistic to shift twelve players in the one window. Because oh, you that was going to happen, mate. Aye, because if we don't mind these players, no, everybody is going to want to come in for them. So. I think we have Shona back here. Um, you ducked that question, Shona, but you're not getting out of that, out of it that easy. So <laughs> we were speaking about Scott Wright, Glenn Kamara and John McLaughlin being players potentially moving on first. But who who do you see for, for your end? Do you think Scott would be moving moving on as a priority? Uh, it's got to be Scott Wright and Glenn Kamara, for sure. And John McLaughlin, I would say. Um, I think there's going to be question marks over a few other players. I would say there'll be question marks over Lowry. Question marks over Hadji. Um, I do think, I don't mean this in a bad way, but I think we've had three managers in now. And none of them have seemed to fancy Lowry. So for me, if he's got the ability and he's got the talent, why are we not starting him every week? There's obviously got to be something else in there. So for me, it's got to be the definitely the outs. It's got to be, obviously, Kamara, Scott Wright, John McLaughlin, and then obviously there's question marks over a few others. And obviously, there must must remember as well. We've still got Stephen Davis on the books, so that's another one. I would like to see him going to meet like the the B team, the coaching role, and that, that kind of side of things. Uh, so we'll, obviously, we'll need to see what happens with Davis. But for me, it's definitely got to be Glenn Kamara, uh, John McLaughlin. I just don't think these guys can cut it. I, the good thing is though, there seems to be a few bids coming in for Scott Wright, which I was quite surprised about because I thought he would be one of the the hardest ones to get off the books. I thought we would get more bids for Glenn Kamara. That just hasn't seemed to happen or come to fruition yet. So uh, for me, I think we could possibly get between three and five million pounds for Glenn Kamara. He did score against uh, for Norway, so that added an extra million pounds on top of his transfer fee. So no, I think we have to get rid of these guys. I think we've obviously got to start fresh. We need to obviously get rid of the ones who clearly are not first team starters and. Glenn Kamara for me is just, I, I can't believe what a different player Glenn Kamara has been um, this season. He just seems to have found tools. Uh, so it's time for him definitely to move on. I don't want somebody like that at Rangers anymore. So we've got new fresh blood in um, that we're excited about. It's time to get rid of some of the dead wood now. She's a very quick fan. So, uh, thank you to Beep Bop Boop. Um, again, I love that name. I'll be the nation there. Um, I mean, thank you for the donation. I'm not thanking you for the suggestion that Jason Cummins uh, bring him home. Um, you, I do. You, you leave Timmy the cum dog alone. You, the cum dog was an absolute... He might have only been here for a couple of weeks, but he was an absolute Rangers legend. I Cult hero. That was another um, guy I loved. Yeah, and also a fan. Um, massive thank you to... Um, the boys that have just donated there as well, donated some subscriptions. Um, Rangers Loyal's just done that, another five as well as Cam Leon. It's really, really much appreciated, folks. Everybody, like, first of all, watching us, subscribing to us, but you know, putting in your hands in your pocket, supporting the podcast, it's hugely appreciated. Um, Curry, um, a few questions that's been came up since Shona mentioned Alec Lowry there, and uh, 
a few folk are asking about the the B team in general. So probably questions I'll have to you. The likes of Divine, Lowry, Leon King, do you see them going out on loan and I suppose extend that to anybody else in the B team? Uh, now that we only got to be playing in the loan league, do you think we'll be using the loan market a wee bit more this season? Well, the three players that you mentioned are all ones that have featured in the first team last season. Uh, they, they, they will either need to be brought in and used or put out on loan. If they're not, they, they'll need to go elsewhere. Uh, I'd, I'd love to know exactly what's happened with Lowry because we all know there's a player there. But I think it's probably, it might be a personal thing, but I think Rangers are talking about being open and transparent. I think we need to be open and transparent about why he's not getting played. If he if he's not got the attitude, just be honest up up front, please, and let us all know. There's so much speculations that are going about. The poor lad is probably getting belters for. Maybe they're just saying no. We want to get him another year. Get him a bit more physical fit. Get him a more bit more presence. Then we'll bring him into the team properly. But we don't know that. Everybody's flying at rumours. Oh, he, he's got a bad attitude. Oh, he thinks he's a better half than he really is. We don't know that. So it's a lot of pressure on the young boy. And that's the things we need to remember. They're, they're young boys. They they all need to be put out and loan or they need to start being used. With the squad that Bill's bringing in, I think it's going to be doubtful because I think Bill realises the same as mostly everybody here and everybody in chat and up probably 99.9% of the Rangers support know that this season is one of the most vital seasons that we're going to have for a wee while. I know we always say that, oh, that this season is the big one. This is the big one because we ca- we cannot let them get above us. It, it's an absolute... This this is going to be Bill's future, really, what's going to happen this season because if we don't want anything, you can guarantee Bill will be out the door. Because he needs to win at least two cups or a title and a cup, and I, I think the majority of people will turn around and say, "Yeah, no, we want that. We want the title because Europe's nothing. The money, aye, but nothing else. It's domestic. So, we need to take care of." It's a really good point. I'd want to get your take on, Shauna. Um, I think we actually spoke about this a, a couple of pods ago. Um, but it's never got to change. What what Curly said that I totally agree with. The league is the priority. This is a huge season for us. But there's not been a season in the last twenty odd years where I've not said that. And it may make me a hypocrite, but I think I'm quite I think I'm quite in tune with most of the Rangers support and, and that and probably yourself. The league's always a priority, but that's always been the case at Rangers, and there never does seem to be a perfect time to take a chance in the in the youth. Do you see Michael Beale? Maybe playing, playing, giving boys a wee bit more game time. We've seen snippets of it last year. Do you think that's something he's got to gamble on this year? I don't think he had a choice last year. I think it was down to the amount of injuries that we, we had in our team and that was a problem. We had to bring in the youth because we didn't have anybody else. For me, I don't know where these boys fit in. I really don't. I think, obviously, Divine, I think he's a good player. I think King's a decent centre-back. And I think Lowry has obviously got the ability, but he's obviously not shown it yet. So I just don't know where they're going to fit in in Beale's team. So for me, I've got to admit, Lowry, and I would say probably King as, as well, both of them need to go out on loan. But obviously they need to go out on loan to a good team. I'm talking about somebody that's already in the Premier League because they're not going to get the experience playing for a party Thistle or 
further down the league. Do you know what I mean? An Air United or a Queen of the South. For me, they've got to be playing with the teams that are in the Premier League, Premiership. So for me, um, I can't really see uh, where these youth players have got a chance. The only person that I think that might have a chance of getting some game time this year, and it will really be in the cup games, is Bailey Rice. I think he looks like some talent that's coming through. But remember, these guys, these guys are only just kids. Do you know what I mean? Bailey Rice is only 16, going on, I think he's 17 at the end of the year. So for me, Bailey Rice and possibly maybe Zach Lovelace, eh, maybe getting more first-team football. But honestly, this year is so important that we win this league and obviously qualify for the Champions League, get that money. I think the first qualifying round's worth around £5 million. That's massive for us. So for me, not the youth for me, shouldn't be in Gail's plans at the moment. It's all about getting a good start, start when it, start getting points from the board, and that first old firm game is going to be huge. Because if we win that old first old firm game, obviously we've got the fans on, the back, on, our, on our side, and I'm telling you now, they'll be getting sharks getting thrown again over the other side of that city if Brendan Rodgers starts losing his first old firm game. They're already split with him coming in. So for me, get the points on the board, qualify for the Champions League, see from there. And I think anything worst, worst comes to the worst. And we had injuries. That's the only way I can see some of the good players getting a chance next year. But for me, too young, too inexperienced. And obviously, you know yourself, it's all about the league. So for me, Nah, not not the youth, not the youth guys for, at the moment. But we shall see what Bale's got planned. As I said, he might have some puffy sleeves. But for me, looks like all the players that are coming in at the moment. There's no room for Lowry. There's no room for King, and there's no room for Divine. There's probably a few points in that. Um, I think personally, I'd like to see a wee bit more um, young players get uh, the chance no choose for tokenism but only if they prove they're good enough in training and personally I, I I've said before I, I do think Leon King's good enough to be one of the four centre-halves however the, their journey will be will be aided massively depending on how the senior players do and there has to be a responsibility in the senior players to start seeing out games and getting the young players a wee bit more game time as well um, and I think the 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 harsh reality is there is going to be players going out and loan, but you're spot on there where it does have to be the, the right loan. I've lost a comment there, but I've seen somebody ask about Cole McKinnon, and a couple of years ago, I ranted and raved about Cole McKinnon. I think he's such a talented player. He's went to Partick Thistle, who were you know, in a piss-poor league, a piss-poor side, struggling to, struggling to get points and having to play football with the really old-school Scottish way. Cole McKinnon is not that type of player. There's zero benefit for him. So we do need to make sure it's the right club. And going to the days, I, I don't think it's as black and white as if they're good enough, they'll go make it any club in uh, Scotland. It's, it has to be the right environment for young players to to really nurture their, their talent. Um, so I do agree with you there. Um, yeah, well, look at Lewis Meal. Lewis Meal had a really, really good season at Kilmarnock on loan, didn't he? And then he went on loan again and he's, he's just not been able to cut it since. So... And he's another one that's coming back. We've obviously got him, we've got Robbie Yuri. I think a lot of these players, it's time for them to move on if they're not going to be able to take the step up. Obviously, the B-team league has not helped us at all. Because for me, the standard of that is not good enough for these boys to be playing in in the first place. So the development is definitely stagnated because of that. So we need to uh, look at the, the option of going to maybe like your Man Cities and your Chelsea's and these friendly games. And I think they would be better off against guys maybe just slightly older, slightly more experienced, 
obviously maybe like England internationals or under 21 nationals, all that experience and all that time playing against guys your own age is far better than playing against amateur guys in football, in my in my in my opinion. So like I think um, it's something that obviously we're going to have to look at, isn't it, as well? I think that's quite a big focus over the summer. It's not just the, the first team, the women's team and the men's team as well. It's going to be, uh, the youth team are going to be very much of a focus as well for next year. Been a lot of players let go. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with the B team. Obviously, we're not going to be in the lower league. But yeah, um, for me, I think uh, with these loan players and uh, these youth players, they need to go out and loan to get the experience. Uh, playing against men, not amateur guys. You've um, you've a bit of good feedback tonight, Shona. There's Stuart Walker suggesting that you're going to be bumping the hot chair for me, but you did lead me nicely into my, my next point there when you mentioned the focus is on more than just the first team, and you mentioned the women's team there as well. And uh, Carrie, I'll come to you first because I know you. You were an avid watcher of the women's team uh, last year, um, and I think it's fair to say for the for the money that Rangers put into uh, that side, um, you know, one one league title in three years for Malky Thompson wasn't good enough. So it wasn't any surprise for any as we had moving on. What's your thoughts on the announcement of Joe Potter um, coming in as the the head coach for the women's first team? Not excited in the slightest. <laughs> to be perfectly honest, a lot of people saying that uh, she's got a good pedigree in that, but I don't know. I've just, I'm, I'm, I'm probably a bit unfair there because I probably don't know enough about her to go head over and say, oh, she's definitely going to do a job. I, I just wasn't excited, mate. Uh, the end of the season really, really, really pissed me off with the women's side. Uh, and I'm sorry, lassies. I know, I know that there's at least one player that does watch your pod. Uh, that last season was a, an absolute dreadful season for Rangers. As you said, the amount of money that we pump into this team, uh, it could it could have been spent. Uh, a lot of people uh, it's put a lot of people off uh, if they actually going to watch the women because they think that that money could have been better well spent on the pitch on the, the men's team. And I can see their point of view because that's just it was unforgivable uh, last season uh, how how it ended up finishing. Uh, I was really really disappointed. No getting in the Champions League has cost them the Rangers women's side. It's supposed to be we're trying to make it self sustainable. Unless we get in the Champions League and the women's team, it is not self sustainable. So it's something that the obviously the board need to think about as well. Uh, I hope I've no heard a lot of incomings and outgoings uh, with the, the women's side, so I'm not 100 percent sure it's going to happen. I'll just I'll wait and see once the season starts up. And that I'll start watching it and I'll, I'll see if it's even worth watching. Because as I said, the, there was a lot of the the performances that we had was absolutely shocking, and one of the main culprits was. Uh, your man that was in charge and get bumped out because he was he was awful. So on the appointment, Shona, um, it's our first um, head coach role. Obviously, um, really decent career down south, and she the last role she spent she spent a good few years doing different coaching roles. But she was assistant um, head coach at Birmingham City, highly rated as a coach down south, and I think that you know I, I, 
at first I had the alarm bells ringing, but then if you look at the men's first team, I'm backing the the manager to the high hills, and he's only had six months um, experience in a, a top job before he, he came to Rangers. So I, you know, I need to be fair. What I would say is there's a lot of young young players in this Rangers uh, ladies team. They're like Emma Watson, Kirsten McLean, just you know, still teenagers. Um, there's a lot graduated through the academy, and that's. For what I'm reading down south, Joe Potter's very good at bringing young players into the next level up. Is that maybe a positive that we can look for next season? Yeah, I've heard really, really good things about Joe Potter. As I say, I don't really know much about her. And obviously know that she obviously is the assistant head coach at Birmingham City. She's very highly rated. I think she did quite a lot of BBC punditry as well. So we're uh, doing the, the Women's World Cup. So she is very highly rated. Yes, she is an experienced um I'm always a believer uh, where I think a women uh, coach should, should coach a women's team. Obviously, with this whole woke thing that's going on at the moment as well and women's rights, I think it's great the fact we've got a women's coach in just now who is young, enthusiastic. We've obviously got to give her a chance. And I was exactly the same as you, Colin. I compared her to Beale. We didn't know who Beale was until he came into Rangers. He was an assistant coach. We've given Beale the opportunity. So I do think, I think with Joe, we've got to give her the opportunity to develop these players. I think there's a lot of work to get done. A lot of work to get done with the, the women's team. I was at a few of the women's games last year and I wasn't too impressed. So no, at the end of the day, she's, she has a, um, it'll be good to promote our women's football, I think as well, with having her by her side. Um, but yeah, I would much prefer to have a women coach um, coaching the women's team than a man, I'm afraid. But that's not being being sexist or anything like that. I just think it's really good to really get behind women in sport these days. I think the way things are going with uh, the whole transgender and obviously men participating in women's sport, uh, I just think it's great the fact that we've got women on board. Um, and for me, I think she is quite exciting. She is very, very highly rated down south. So and she's got a few England caps as well, as far as only I think it was uh any Aluko that was playing for England at the time that kind of kept her out of the team. So maybe she's been a bit hard done by with that. So no, I'm, I think um there's a lot of work to be done in the women's side of the football team. We've got to be like Harry says, winning the league, getting into the Champions League. That's where the money is. Um, we do have a lot of young girls in our team. So maybe the, I think the couple of transfers that we need to bring in maybe have to be a bit more experienced. I think that's exactly what they need. Uh, but look, it's um, we'll see how she gets on. Uh, but very highly rated, and I'm looking forward to it. Well, that's a nice wee bit of positivity for the, um, you know, for rounding off the show. And in terms of batting the woman and batting the women's team, it's. I'm going to take a couple of minutes just to give a couple of updates for what's coming up in the board um, in the coming season, folks. So, um, we also, you know, we chatting back and forth to Rangers and we're going to have access for every women's and B teams game next season and we're going to aim to, between us as a podcast trip to cover as many as we actually can and we're buying a couple of tickets as well to get as many of the borders to, along to that. Um, so, you know, I think it's, it's definitely been a lot of excitement over the last couple of years in terms of winning the league and then getting the Champions League qualifiers. Last season didn't quite turn out how we wanted it, but as a pod, we're going to be similar to how I've been doing the match day coverage at Ibrox and um, other uh, other stadiums for the first team. We're going to be doing the same for the women's team and as many B teams as we can. 
Also in the subject of match day coverage, we're going to be covering a few English Premier League games for any of the listeners who are in about our English Premier League show. That's going to be back on Monday and we're going to be doing a starting off with a couple of friendlies and then we'll be getting down south to you know, cover a couple of EPL matches and just really a massive thank you to all the listeners and subscribers and supporters of the pod. We can't do it without you at all. So, um, you know, keep uh, keep your eyes out for these updates coming thick and fast. Um, but I think that'll bring us a close um, to tonight, uh, Mark and Shona. Um, been a good chat. I got through a few, a fair few bits of comments. Um, Mark, I'm going to come to you first. Uh, I want to give you a chance to say goodbye to the listeners, but with the fixtures being announced tomorrow, give me a prediction for what you think the first fixture of next season will be for Rangers. Aberdeen. That's It's got to be Aberdeen. Because that's, that, that's how they always fucking tell me give us that. Because they're hoping that they'll be a turn. They've been doing it for years and it still doesn't work. But that's uh, I'm not. I'm all interested in seeing our players go in that park and showing us uh, what they they can do for Rangers. That's all I I'm looking forward to it. I think it, we've been away for it long. We had a disappointed last season, so this season is going to be a lot better. Uh, William, thank you so much for your I mean, donation as well, mate. Uh, Emma Watson has signed for Man U. Aye, that, that, I've seen a couple of things about Emma, and it's like that's a bit, it's a bit of a shame because she's she a really, really top player. She needs to be to make a good there. Now, I don't know if uh, Emma was, uh, there was any money involved with that. I'm, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure she still had another year or two in her deal. I'm not 100% sure on that, though. So don't quote me on it. Ah, uh, look forward to Testing Rangers again. It's been an absolutely tragic couple of weeks so far, and it's another four weeks away. And I'm and I'm climbing the walls because there's no fit to watch. It's absolutely brutal. I hate it. Uh, but as for a goodbye, everybody that came tonight. Thank you so so much. Uh, I've been away for a long time. I have I have missed talking to you all, and it's good to see all the usual faces and that. And thank you so much for everybody that's donated some money as well. It's like it really is something humbling uh, to know that you've pay for this shite like me talking. So it's like it's like I'm baffled really that I'm like these these folk must be after in rocker <laughs> but obviously you need to pay good money to see Shona because Shona's uh, Shona's no cheap she's no cheap she's an expensive lassie and it, it costs a lot of, a lot a lot of convincing and money that's to a lovely that's a lovely goodbye I'm going to cut you off there before you get the fucking <laughs> shit done <laughs> good to have you back no, on th- thanks for having me mate uh, it's been good being back again mate Good to have you. Shona, lovely to be um, having you back in the pod again. Also, it's our first podcast together, so it's been a pleasure. Um, he's a cheerio and your prediction for the fixtures tomorrow as well. Well, Curry went and stole my thunder. So, <laughs> I, so I know it's definitely going to be Aberdeen away because obviously they'll be playing at home that weekend. So I would imagine it'll be a Sunday, we Aberdeen away, we'll be pissing the rain, but we're still going to pop them about three or four now. So that'll be, that'll get off get us off to a good start. So no, um, I think that'll be isn't it tomorrow the fixtures get nine chess, isn't it? So and I think obviously the first old firm game will be at Ibrox. So and that should be around about the end of August, the start of September. So look, 
that's in a very, very important month for us, that August with the Champions League qualifiers and that first whole firm game at Ibrox, but I'm thoroughly looking forward to it. So, yeah, no, guys, thanks very much for having me on. Uh, really enjoyed it tonight. And thanks to everybody that's obviously commented. I'm not looking at the chat, but I'll, I'll have a wee swatch later on. Um, and obviously, like just to let these guys know, if it wasn't for out, without them, obviously, like myself, the comment on it, that we wouldn't have this show, you know, that way. So it's all down to them. So, look, thanks very much, guys, for tuning in. Always give your opinions. As I said, this show is all about opinions. Nobody's right, nobody's wrong. Uh, and I look forward to seeing you all soon. Perfect. And just to echo that, massive thank you to everybody who's tuned in and watched. Obviously, uh, my first uh, live stream in a couple of weeks, but I'll be back with you with the crack of dawn uh, for the news show tomorrow morning. So, hope to see you all then. But if not, have a lovely weekend. Well, what date is that, by the way? No, I'll get it up, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've um, done, uh, done a 20 minute news show on Monday with the wrong date on. But listen, no apology, no surrender. Take care. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.